Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Cool. So, Logan, we know the undisputed best way to start a podcast is Delay News. And we have some for 2024 already. Now, the way I do Delay News is that if it's not in that Grand Prix team somewhere, if it's not in the Fantasy Gaming League, I don't be mentioning it. That's the backbone of the podcast now. Um, but this one is. This is an Adkins game Stalker 2 has been delayed to late 2024. It slipped from the first quarter of this year to September the 5th, 2024. So it's not in your team. You haven't got to worry about it too much. Um, But it could be a potential transfer later on down the line. But for Adkins, he's now going to have to consider that. And um, they did say this is the final release date. Now, why on earth would you say something so daft? Because we all know it can all go wrong, especially with these guys. These are the guys that were located in uh, Kiev and they've partially yeah. relocated to the Czech Republic <clears throat> to get away from that, that hellhole, but not mm. completely. So I don't know. I don't know why you would even say that as a, as a final release date. Just say, look, you know what's going on. It's hard. So we'll get there. We're aiming for September the 5th or the 4th. 5th? 4th? 5th. So we'll knock it on the head, but... Need some polishing at least. Um, some of the hands-on or the uh, eyes-on previews from Gamescom last year, 2023, did suggest looked in rough shape then. So probably a good thing. It nearly always is a good thing, providing there's not a terminal problem with the game that can't be fixed. But uh, yeah, are you expecting to see this now on the 5th of September or do you think we'll get another delay news sometime in the summer? Who knows? <clears throat> but they're obviously trying to do it to save a bit of face, knowing that it's been pushed back multiple times, I believe now. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know they're going, look, won't happen again. I've been here before, and they go, ah, I know we said we wouldn't, but it's anyway in circumstances, isn't it? So I don't know. We'll see. I yeah. I did see this one lurking when I was putting my list together and I was like, I can't believe this is still here. Like, is anyone really going to take the bait? And it has. Yeah. I mean, I've said that Grand Prix is difficult because you've got 60 odd games to be, is, yeah. to going through. So you do end up with things like this, but you know, it doesn't mean it could still come out and be pretty good. I'm somewhat interested in Stalker 2, but obviously we'll have a lot to prove. Here's some comments. Throughout the frankly challenging development process, that's putting it lightly, we understood that time was of the team's main essence. Seeing the scope of the polishing and understanding that we can't push your patience too much. We were absolutely dedicated to releasing the game in Q1 of 2024, and we worked extra hard to meet this release window. That, however, doesn't change the fact that at the beginning of this year, we still witness the certain amount of technical imperfections that hold Stalker 2 below the expected standards of, our, of the final experience our fans are waiting for. While there is absolutely no way to make another delay sound less dim, we decided to be clear about our reasons to postpone the game for the sake of yet another wave of polishing. 
Stalker 2 will be released on Xbox Series X, S, PC, and will be available on Game Pass day one. We'll see if it's day one, because Phil might go, well, day five. 30 quid if you want day one. And then shrugs his shoulders and walks away from it. But um, at least they've got ahead of it, because they could have just pushed this down the cat, down the fucking road till March, and then gone, you ain't coming this month. And we've mm. all gone, yeah, we're, we're, we're aware of that, because you've not heard anything from you. But sympathise with their situation tricky time at the best of times and even those of all the advantages of game development still drop absolute clangers so you know you just kind of hope this will end up being a good news story in the end but unfortunately we're not here to hand out charities they will be draped over the coals if it comes out on its toilet that's just the way of the world and you'll happily no. do it as well you'll do it with a smile no mercy no mercy <laughs> no Don't mercy in this podcast look I think um there's mitigating circumstances, but as you say, like ultimately the challenge for any company is to release a good product and mm. some people can and some people can't for a variety of reasons, but you know, we're not gonna sit here and endorse something just because it's in a in a difficult environment. Um cool. bitting them. Well, I haven't bitten them, but just laid out the reality of it. And they they're probably sitting there going, Well, We've got to try and get it out, John. Well, they're probably not called John, are they? They're probably called Yuri or something. I don't know. But um, they're, they're in a tricky Andre spot. Andre Shevchenko. Andre, yeah. Those sort what of What are the boxers? Vladimir and uh, uh, can't Vitaly. Say that. Bands now in Ukraine. Well, no, Vladimir. Was it? What does he say? What are their, what are their names, those brothers? Pitchkos. Vladimir and. and <laughs> Vladimir and Vitaly. That's it, Vitaly, yeah. Shevchenko, who else is lurking from Ukraine? Sergey. Sergey. Yeah. But that's that, isn't it, for them? Stalker 2, 5th of September. <laughs> we think day one game passed, but Phil let us know in, in due time. I think you'll only do that with Xbox I, or Microsoft yeah. exclusives, do you think? I yeah, I th- I, yeah, I would imagine so. Because, yeah, I mean, the thing about this one is the. The rumour, I don't know if this is 100% confirmed, but it's strongly implied that this is only for three months on Xbox, quote-unquote exclusively, and then it will come to other platforms, which it ain't going to come to the Switch. I'm going to warn you that now, not not off the bat. But you can expect a PS5 version to come sometime around Christmas if this you know this release date is stuck to. Mm-hmm. So um, it's one of those short-term sort of Game Pass deals that they did. And I'm sure Phil's sitting there thinking this was supposed to be out a few years ago, but it ain't going to come out and crap all over it because bad not, PR isn't it well you can't be doing those bad optics can you that's the worst thing Phil, mm. Phil could sink the entire company but as long as the optics look good he won't care and that's the that's the reality for him anyway, friend of the show he's friend of the show but he knows he knows why he's the friend it's because he's the optic man he hasn't been the delivery man is he that's been Jim he's not the death stranding of video game leaders yet although 2024 just might be their year. Could be Spurs' year. No. Well, I heard him saying. I heard him saying we're still on, still on, still still part of that title race. So. I mean, that's just fucking lip service, isn't it? And he drew to Eric and went well. Can't be doing that. You can he be losing at this level? I mean, City are getting relegated anyway by the looks of it, so that'll be them out of the way. Hey, what is that? They're well, they're gonna, really... they're gonna get, when are they going to get stung, though? Is it by this season ends or is it after the seat? 
They said a date's been announced. I don't be listening to it. Yeah, a date's been announced, but they're not announcing it. A date's been confirmed, but they're not <laughs> so announcing it. So City know what the date is. Whoever's investigating, yeah. but the public don't know. Correct, exactly. And if you think fucking that ain't going to be leaked at some point, yeah. it fucking absolutely will be. Because if I was a sports journalist, I'd be doing my damnedest to get that fucking date and get it out there. Um, fucking shambles yeah. these days, isn't it? Apparently, it's like a real bad, like, literal cover-up of fraud and, like, you name it. Like, it's literally, like, as bad as it gets. Pep's sitting there going... Don't matter to him, is it? He's got the Champions League now. They should take it all away, in my view, if it does all come out, but... Well, this is the thing, like, the, the, they'll get relegated and they might do what they did to, to Juve, which is fucking strip them all. Hmm... What was that? Was that match fixing from Juve? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <sighs> oh, I mean, yeah, they got fucking absolutely drilled. Top level by that. club football, really. Go and support fucking Rovers and be done with it. You don't deal with any of this nonsense. They think they're untouchable. A, a pint I'm, a pint. I'm, I'm adamant that they think they're like gods at that level. Mm. It's kind of like we've got all the money, all the power. Do what we want. No one will take us on. And I mean, look, <laughs> they might somehow weasel out of it fucking chuck some people some money and do stuff but um it ain't looking too good for them no well at least fifa are on the up and up you know we've got the world cup coming to saudi arabia so that's good anyway this is idle game chat dimp digital's flagship video game podcast we've got apps here running the operations joined by the current fgl champion the former grand prix champion logan also joint holder now of the wooden spoon of the quiz so that whole Chuck me hat in the ring and... Why have you chucked that there? Just the fact now, isn't it? You know, don't go Juventus, champions, one-time relegation due to match-fixing. That don't... They should. <laughs> should all be out in the open for people. No more cover-ups. Just saying <laughs> that, that that gamble to try and get the triple crown backfired somewhat. It was never, ever an intent or... There was never a chance that I'd be... Winning that. It wasn't the triple wow. crown. But, but it's sure, just the, a... the worst timeline has come to fruition, though, where you've ended up... Well, actually, the worst timeline would have been to get less than Biff. Yeah. But you drew level with him and managed to equal that diabolical performance, which is about five years old, that record. And you'd been They're on before hard. and got over it before. They're harder these days. <laughs> I don't know about that. They are fucking hard. Like... You've really got to have your finger on a pulse. I gave all sorts of streamer ones. You got a couple of streamer ones. I did. On. I did get a couple, but I'm saying they're generally hard. Mm. Like they're not. They didn't used to be. So, um, in the fucking weeds, I guess is the way to put it. It would be much more, um, like the way that I like to put this. Right? Is it used to be back page? So you used to get. All the back page headlines. That it was a compilation of twelve months worth of back page headlines. Some of the questions now you'd have had to go in the back pages four or five to get there to really no. fucking yes. I'll just get what's on VGC, that's it. Yeah. I'm fine. It's not a criticism. Of well, you're here every selection. week mostly. You should be storing all these news articles nah. you might use that. Nah. nah. Uh, look, the memory ain't good anyway, so there's there's a million and one excuses. But, um, I, had a, I, had a new, I had a new idea not. that I was going to, and I don't know if I'm going to do this because it's too much hassle, but in my head I thought, well, maybe I'll make it so that every every answer is a video game. So somehow do that. I mean, that's still mm. on the cards. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll make it so it's almost like a, not a bingo, but you get given all the answers ahead of time. So you go, there's 36 questions. Here's the 36 games. Mm. You can only use the game once. 
So if you say the answer's Call of Duty in January and it's not, yeah. and the answer's in March later on, you can't you. But then I thought that's going to be impossible to track. It's yeah, I mean it's a good. I like the idea of it. It's a good concept but for, for our resourcing and but personnel. It's like not, trying to explain that to some of those brain deads. It's you already use Call of Duty, huh? It's it would be a nightmare. Like you would literally need a ref for that. Um, yeah, but uh, no, it's you know it is what it is. Like it, it's just easier. I say it's easier. It plays into the hands of Adcock and Adkins because they are in the weeds. And then mm. me and Parky are left somewhere picking up the pieces, paper. Like none of the rest of the mob basically are that far in the weeds. Um, yeah. So that's where it's challenging. But it's just good to put yourself in there sometimes and see what happens. Here's the winning scores. So it's from 2016 onwards. Mm. Adkins of 22, Adkins of 23, Adcock of 23, Adkins of 21, Hall with 19, Adcock with 15, Adkins of 19, Adcock with 17. So they have gone, they've dropped off a little bit. Lowest scores, it starts with Biff in 2016. Biff, 8. Adcock 13, Logan 12, Paper mm. 9, Paper 11, Paper 9, a real triple crown of <laughs> bottom scores. <laughs> That's why he retired after that year. Yeah, to come yeah, back did, since. Yeah. Adcock 13, Logan 8. So Adcock got the lowest mm. last year. I mean, what is that? He goes from the lowest to the highest. Mm. It does, yeah. it, look, it does depend. Like it, it, It's like most things. It's only easy if you know the answer. Mm. Um, but... Like generally, I would say, like even when I sat there for many years just refing it, I was like, oh. yeah. I literally sitting there thinking, this is the reason because I literally sit here going, I've got no idea. Like some of them, I go, yeah, I'll know, but um, they are mm. they are tricky. But it shouldn't. It also shouldn't be a giveaway. Like it should no, be a challenge. Charity. Yeah. So said it about stalking too. This ain't a charity. It's tough out there. We're here to train you for the real world. It's just a taste of reality that you might get out there. So deal with it or get off the fucking podcast is what I say. That's not aimed at you. It's aimed at the audience mostly. Anyway, talking to the audience, this is grassroots and independent. So some people out there put hand in pocket and support us. Patreon.com forward slash Dimp Digital. Every penny goes into an account that does nothing at the moment. Um, Still wondering what to do with that. Actually, I was going to buy you a microphone stand. I haven't looked into that as much as I should have. Neither one, have I. Well, <laughs> you, you wouldn't expect to, because I said I was going to do it. <laughs> if you said you was going to do it, I'd have been on your ass by now, but you didn't. So I, I said I'd look into that and haven't. But Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash Dimp Digital was the place to do that. You join the community, and um, you probably get a bit of. I think you feel better about yourself when you give money to places like this. That's just my view. Doing your um, bit. Exactly. Do you? But this is a charity. You know, we, we talk about there is no charity. This is literally. Some level of charity, I think. People have got pets and stuff. You know, I'm not saying we'll necessarily pay for any pet bills, but we might if we could afford it. So, <laughs> don't know, do we? Until we get the money. So, I'm just going to drop that little guilt bomb on people. If you were thinking about it, that's now's really the time. It's getting cold, heating bills and all that. Cap's gone up as well. Convenient, huh? Anyway, I think I locked mine down. Oh, did I you? Yeah, well, I mean, that... I got an email, and I was—you know—you're trying to find the fine print. They went, "Look, it's going up, but you can lock it in here a little bit cheaper for yeah. twelve months." Yeah. And I was like, "Why would you tell me to do that? You ain't the good guys." So, it, I think it's one of those things where it'll probably go down again. It, it's a bollock ache. It, 
I've, at the moment, I've left it because it's not a clear cut winner. So no. it's just it's just floating. Um, I don't know why they've made it so complicated. I want it to be like car insurance where I can go, what's the best deal you're going to give me? Mm. And then I'll get it and they go, there you go, that's yours for a year. Well, depends if you want no, green. don't worry about it. Do you want renewable green energy or do you want expensive? Actually, that's more expensive, so you're not going to get I, the people doing well, it. Well, I was with fucking, what are they called? Bowl. Octopus, bowl. Oh, yeah, they went under, was, didn't they? They went under. So I got shunted over to Octopus and they reckon a lot of theirs is renewable. Mm. I mean, look... It's it's a zero sum game, trying to chase this stuff. In yeah, my view, yeah. it, like ideally, if someone said you got two of the same, you can either get it renewable, yeah. you can get it from burning coal. Yeah, I'd go give me the renewable. Yeah, surely that's a no brainer. But yeah. like most things, if you're going to chuck my bills up and you ain't even going to guarantee what sort of this renewable is, yeah, like, what renewable? What are we doing? Just give me the fucking energy. I don't use much of it. Well, don't you? Nah, not comparatively. Pretty diligent. Well, that Xbox is, is carbon aware anyway, so that's not even a worry. Well, now. That's this giving... fucking PC is. <laughs> it's bizarre. It sits here, right, on the Windows up scre- update screen. If I click that, it goes, Windows update is committed to helping reduce carbon emissions. Oh, yes. What are you talking about? It's carbon aware. It's sentient now. You can't turn it on and off without hurting it. So remember that. He's got to let it do its thing. It's giving energy back almost. So Honestly. You've got all these fucking big high-rise buildings in London with these oh. fucking PCs that are just whirring away continuously. And there's <laughs> me that turns mine on for three hours every evening, and nope. I've got to be carbon aware. What are we doing? Yep. Got to save the planet. For the future generations, but ain't my problem. FGL update. <laughs> yeah. We probably won't be. That's the fa- that's the fact of it. it most that's likely, I'll get. I'll we'll likely just get away with it. I don't know about the next lot or the lot after that. They they might be buggered, but you know, I think obviously, like anyone that's older than us, like a generation or two older, they don't. They clearly, they've definitely got away with it. Yeah, like well, they're the ones they've that taken have been the absolute title, really. Living the good old days, cheap energy, plentiful energy, not a problem. Cheap property. Saw the other day they're trying to remove car tax and change it to a charge per mile, and I was like, "Well, no." Well, like, imagine if you'd gone out and bought yourself an electric, like an emissions vehicle. And then yeah, all of a sudden I mean, they, get, they fucking pull the rug from under you. Yeah, they try. They tried to get away with this car tax by making it linked to emissions, right? Yeah. Which is a fucking ridiculous thing to do anyway, because that was never the purpose of the tax. The purpose was to pay for the upkeep of the roads and all that kind of shit right. and infrastructure. Yes. And then they went, well, we'll just charge everyone fucking more if you've got a more polluting vehicle. And then they use more, you pay more. Done. Thank you. Same well, with the that is the principle. But all the people with an electric car are going to be going... Ah. Shouldn't, shouldn't have jumped the gun. We all knew it was a risk doing that. You've jumped the gun. <laughs> you tried was, to hedge your bets. It weren't proven, was it? So a few, still out. a few more gens of that, I reckon, before it, it, we know for sure. But there you go. That's the dose of reality people needed yeah. for their gaming podcast. FGL update, we've got two of them. Yeah. One that affects you directly, one that doesn't affect you at all. 
Yeah. Let's start with the one that affects you directly just from chronological order in terms of when the reviews came out. It's The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. The important thing about this game in particular is this is the ultimate pick of the Fantasy Gaming League. <laughs> this is your number one pick. You've got the choice to choose first game or first team member. You chose first game and this was it. This was the daddy pick. The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered sitting at a 91 as this is recorded. Um, initial thoughts on that, because I made a bit of a sly comment that, you know, it's not it's the number one pick. It's Biff's number one pick. It's the number one in the Grand Prix also, so it's a real double winner. Mm. And I went, look, 91's not good enough. We've got 96's coming out of our asses. Why are they not being picked up? But I was obviously on the wind-up there. But overall, how you, is that a bit mm. soft? Is that about where you expected it? Um, I think the idea of getting 96's every year is a, a fool's errand, but, you know, generally... Yeah. That's, that's not going to happen, but talk to me about this Last of Us Part 2 score. It seemed the most likely of options available, mm. I guess, to get a good score. And I don't know what a good score this year is, if I'm honest. it's No. I think we've kind of touched on it. I don't think the there's going to be the plethora of options there was last year available. You had, like, Baldur's Gate come out of nowhere, got a fucking huge score. Yeah. Zelda, this, that, and the other, like... Spider-Man, like there was all these big games that were that you'd probably say were um, odds on to get 92, 93 plus or around that sort of point. This year, it felt like there wasn't, at least to my eyes, there was less obvious options available. Um, so look, Last of Us tends to do well. The last one got crapped on a little bit because of the price point and this, that, and the other. But yeah, this one, one seemed like, yeah, yeah. So this this one seemed like for the price point, um, what they were doing and stuff seemed like a good bet to get over 90. And it's at the moment tipping that. So I'm yeah. pleased. As I've said to you before, everything over an 85 and you win, in my view. That's, that's, the, that's the average you want to be working to. So this is way above that. So yep. pleased with it. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. The original, which was June 2020, got a 93 overall. Mm. And then this remaster, which clearly technically a better version, has added features, a new brand new like roguelike mode in there as well. Mm. Um on a 91. I think you do lose a bit when you just repeat the there's something yeah. about the game coming out. You're never gonna get that, you know, that uptick. That people, no. even, even if it is objectively a better package, let's be mm. frank. I think that's. I think it's fair to say yeah. this is better than the PS4 version. The fact that the PS4 version exists kind of always eats out of it. So 91's pretty good. Um, let's take a look at some of the reviews. Let's do. We like. We don't know if we like Game Central or not from Metro, but they've put that AI to work again because it's just Metro Game Central, no human name attached to it. Chat GBT doing it. Still one of the greatest. That will be ha honestly. Someone's going to get caught out in one of these review sites using that. It, mm. it won't be long before that's uncovered. Because why wouldn't you? If you were in that situation, you could save yourself some time. Um, anyway, still one of the greatest achievements in video game storytelling. And while the changes are minor, the new roguelike mode and cut levels are interesting and worthwhile additions. Nine out of ten which mirrors their 9 out of 10 for the last of us part. Mm. I, think that's, I think if you've given it a 9 before, you don't give this a 10 suddenly. That doesn't no. make sense to me. Unless unless no. the new content is just mind-blowing, which is not. Yeah. 
Um, so he's dropped the the lovely nine out of ten. Dare I go to Chris White? God is geek. I know we've taken the piss out of him because he seems to review a game every day. I'll, I'll just do it. Just you know, I feel. Come on, Chris. The Last of Us Part Two Remastered is a dense collection of content that fleshes out the main story with a roguelite that is a lot of fun. So he's called that a roguelite, not a roguelike. Ten out of ten. So he's one of the ones boosting the scores for you. And that's Chris White at God is Geek. Anyway, it's looking good. It's it's I think this is what we kind of expected, given that the price point wasn't a issue for people, the £10 upgrade. Most mm. people felt was a fair compromise of the added stuff. Um I know you're not going to play this. No. But have you watched a playthrough of the original M Part 2? Because I know you like to sometimes watch mm. these horror-type games. Have you done that with the original War Part 2? Or is this one of those ones that you just, you're just you not interested in even watching? Or you're like, I've got that TV <laughs> series, I'll watch that one day. So I did start watching a playthrough, but I've never watched a playthrough of Part 1 or Part 2 in full no i don't know why um i just haven't and i would absolutely like to for obvious reasons <laughs> there's no real over you know underlying or or overriding reason why i haven't it's just not something that's obviously propped up to me evidently at the right time when mm. i've been looking for that so um hopefully um like normally the couple of guys that I do watch will either re-upload their old posts, they'll go, mm. they'll link like their previous run through, um, or they'll do a new run through with this. I expect they will, but um I would be interested in watching it again. I I know the story in it is supposed to be fantastic and I've really enjoyed watching the series, so I probably should do. Wow. It's a point I'm genuinely like out of all the horror games. I'm disappointed I can't play this. I've got both of them currently installed on my PS5. Um, so Maybe you could play it if you tried it. I can't. Honestly, I've seen it. Well. I don't... No, nah, it's just... I just You know, you just know. Like, I've expanded <laughs> my horizons. I cannot push them to this. What if you? Um, what if they put a mode in where you couldn't die? No. It's not it's the dying. It's not a fear of dying. Like, it's... Immortal. It's because the jump scares and all that sort of stuff would still have just the same impact. Mm. It's just, um, it's just that element. I just don't like being jump scared. So it's not um, that jumpy though. I will say that it's very tense. It's tense. Yeah. Because you're, when you're playing it, you're right, but it doesn't mm. shock you as much as I think it's not an yeah. out and out sort of horror experience. It's more of no. a, it sort of edges the line between action and horror quite well. And that you said the tenseness is there because you're scrambling of bullets and whatnot. That's where the yeah. that's where the panic comes in. But they're not really, you know, you're walking around mm. and something just fucking jumps out and grabs you. I mean, it might do a couple of times, but over yeah. the course of 12, 15 hours of the first one, mm. for example, that's not a yeah. bad return. I mean, you know, maybe if there was a, maybe if I could play it with like unlimited whatever I want and just walk through it. But I think I'd lose oh, yeah. like so much from it that it'd be pointless. So you may, you may as well just watch it at that point almost. This is what I mean, because you're just going through it and you're actually losing something from it because you're not playing the game no. as it like you're you're losing that kind of scavenging element and yeah. you know, thinking about what you need to use, how you, how many bullets you should use, all that kind of stuff. If you shoot off a shotgun, you're gonna fucking 
alert, loads of others. Like you just lose so much from the gameplay that it'd be pointless. So yeah. it's a shame, but you can't win everything in this life. So it is no. where it is. I think I will. Oh, again, I'll get to this at some point. This part two remaster. Did you do? The part one remaster in the end, or did you? You left that, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I didn't because I was like, I'm not paying seventy UK pounds mm. for that remake, as they called it, and it was was only mm. a technical remake. I was like, I'm fine with at some point paying something towards that, but off the bat, I was like, I'm just not going to do it. And yeah, um, as much as it, and I've played it, I've played that game three times already, so it's not like I've, mm. you know, I'm always surprised myself when I replay something how much I remember. Mm. You know, I sort of get halfway through, I'm like, eh. I thought this was going to be fresh again. It never is. There's always no. just this memory of what, what's going to happen and it's it's just mm. hidden. It just comes out. So I thought, well, I'll wait until I see... I don't know what that price is. I'll see a price that I think's the way to do it <clears throat> and then just buy yeah. it. And then again, it's like at some point, when does that get you know slotted into a roadmap? It's, you know, it's, it's, it's already been experienced enough times. Um... But I do want to, the thing that would push me towards it because I want to play part two again. I actually have only gone through that once, and mm. I would like to scour through that again. Probably just aim for like a platinum trophy and do like whatever I need to do to get that. Yeah. Um, but I think that it would be best to play them not back to back, but play the first one first. Yeah, 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 yeah great. This, this part of me thinks I'll wait until I definitely know part three is coming, which I I'm pretty sure it is. I think they may have even said that you know there's going to be a third game understand when that's roughly coming and then plan that sort of a year out. Mm. Um, I don't want to get to Spider-Man territory where, you know, months before the release it's, it's yeah. happening, but I would still like to be relatively fresh because there's some, obviously some callbacks and nuances that will happen if, if part three does exist and it's narratively tied to the first or second game, which I expect it will be. But anyway, last of us, part two remaster 91, for those that want it, you can get it as a £10 upgrade if you own the PS4 version. If not, I think it's 50 quid, I think. So I'll try and confirm that at some point later on. But there we go. Second game on the FGL list. Another code. Recollection. This is Biff's Grand Prix team. Obviously one he had to pull out of his ass because I don't think he had a clue what this was. Number nine on his roster, so that's how far down it is. Sitting on a 74. Now, Biff had, had off to a good start. He had The Last of Us Part 2 remastered, 91. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, which on my sheets is 87, but I think it may have dropped to 86, so it keeps flapping up and down between that, which is a good start. And then we've got 74 now, so that's poured a little bit of cold water over his hot start. And he does have Suicide Squad coming in a couple of weeks, which... Doesn't matter if it's a good or decent game. You, if that gets over an eighty, I'll be fucking yeah. blown. That'll mean it's probably a ninety-rated game. I'm not even joking. If it gets an eighty-two, I'll be like, "That's probably fucking good." That game, but it ain't gonna. It's gonna get a ten-point penalty, whatever, whatever happens. because yeah. people don't. They've decided they don't want it. They've already crapped on it. It's yeah. already the decision's already made. It's yeah. already made, yeah. and the, the, the hive mind has decided that's not what anyone wanted. Rocksteady shouldn't be doing that. They've taken too long. And it's all this weird stuff that has nothing to do with the bearing of the product. It's all about what they wanted and what the expectations was. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, it might come out and be complete shit, and then in which case yeah. there'll be there'll be double whammy vindicated. Yeah, so that could hurt him. But another code recollection is a is a is a collection of these and other code games that come out on on the switch sitting on a 74 here is let's get alberto loretin of hobby consolales 
<laughs> oh, big concert. We need a jingle for that. Yes. Although, probably get told off for doing that at some point in the future because of the accent. What, like racial sort of stereotype? Whatever, whatever, yeah. I mean, people take the piss out of my accent all the time. And I'm, all, I'm always doing a Scottish accent, just <laughs> just naturally. So if that gets taken away, I don't know what I'll do. Yeah. I'll be fucked. That's a shit one. Without being a perfect compilation, another Code Recollection brings up, up to date two memorable adventures that fans of the genre, in the strict sense of the word, will like. Those in which exploration and puzzles are the protagonists, although at times almost seems like a visual novel. So I think people know what they're getting into when they look at this game. These, I want to try some of these visual novels because they do lurk and they seem like a really low... Like, they're not taxing. Yeah, like you just sort of play them. You don't have to worry about being good at anything. You just kind of observe mm. things. The story flows, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Alberto gave it an 80 out of 100. Okay, so that's probably that's above the medium. Let's find mm. one that's sort of close to the below. Let's go with, let's keep it European. Francesco Distri from IGN Italy. As a remake operation, that of another code recollection is perfectly successful, especially for the new visuals of two memories. While as a graphic adventure, the two games suffer a bit from from the weight of years. I mean, that's not been translated very well at all. Basically saying the games are old and they're still old is what I've absurd from that. (laughs) Seven out of ten from Francesco. So he's not as positive i know the answer to this you you're not going to go out and boot up your switch to play another code recollection are you absolutely not mm. no and, and neither am i unfortunately if i'm going to go gave this a five out of five stars oh, they gave it a four. It. was it did oh, i miss fucking well read that? i think so because mm. when i saw it i was <laughs> like cool what have they, they did... done here yeah i mean if they did give it a f- I mean, it's not for me to judge. I'm not laid hands on the game, but that would be... Oh! I was four, yeah. Four is yeah. fine. There you go. It's yeah, still... Eight right. you know, out of ten. Eight yeah. out of ten is it's... Well, those stars, are they'll claim is not the same. Just like these Platinums aren't tens. Huh? Not getting into that. Last was Part 2 Remastered is forty four ninety nine, So 45 UK pounds if you want to get it fresh. So if you've not played it, pretty good bargain, I would say. Not bad. No. Anyway, the FGL. I mean, we can. I can update. But you, you, you're the one with scores, and Parky's the Parky. <laughs> sorry, Parky. <laughs> Paper has got zero. You've got 178 after two games, an 89 average. Um, hot start again, just like last year. You've got like a dragon, infinite wealth coming up. Uh, Rise of the Ronin won't be too far away sometime in March, and then Alone in the Dark will be. Um, Got Parky's name listed there as a Logan pick. We'll be lurking at some point. Just trying to look at papers one. Final Fantasy Rebirth or Seven Rebirth and Tekken Eight and mm. Persona Three. So he's gonna he's right, it's gonna start to heat up a little bit in the next few weeks. So yeah. keep an eye on that. I'm assuming from your perspective you're relatively happy with that. Two games out and an eighty nine average is, you know, above that eighty five window. So above target. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I think there's gonna be a few that appear that are gonna be sub target that ain't no do do that so yeah. i think it's good that we've got you know look i think last of us at the minute is a little a couple of points under where ideally i'd have liked it but anything over you know you get a nine out of ten you've got to be happy to a certain yeah. extent and that 
Assassin's Creed has done better than I thought as well. So, Streets of Persia, although that's where Assassin's Creed is. Oh, yeah, was. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, is yeah. where it kind of the idea came from, and he says yeah. that Prince of Persia is like the original yeah. effort. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's hit a bit, little bit higher than I thought as well. So, overall, in a, in a reasonable position, but mm. uh, we'll have to see. I think a couple of my more speculative picks could put a bit of a downer on things. So we'll a good start. I'll take it. Points on the board are always welcome. Yeah, absolutely. And Biff, as I said, he's got three games out. No one else has got any out. So he's got a 252-point lead, which is somewhat meaningless at this stage because until we start getting people with two or three games out, it's hard to gauge. But I would say it's a pretty decent start. 84 average, one point below what you would say is the, the required average. Um, but for the Grand Prix, that's probably pretty good because, as we said, it's a it tough old to, it's a yeah, tough old grind out there. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's the FGL update for this particular edition. This is kind of related to the FGL, which is why I wanted to mention it. But Hellblade Two, which is on your team and also on Adkins's Grand Prix roster, has got a release date. So Xbox today, Xbox Developers Direct, 48 yeah. minutes of drivel <laughs> coming out. I mean, I'll tell you one thing about that. It was 48 minutes, which is fine. And we saw four games, okay? The amount of garbage that came out of gobs as they were talking about the game. But no one talks like that. I know. It really... And look, I don't mind... You know, if you watch like just a, a mini, like if they were just separate videos that came out over the course of the next month, it wouldn't have bothered me. When you sit there for 48 minutes and it's just one after the other of just trash, just meaningless marketing shite that's been completely contrived, it really bothered me. So I had to just almost mute it at the end. I, was like, I can't stand these fuckers. Yeah. Just, you don't, it no is... one talks like that. I know. I was watching something the other day that was like a comedy sketch of how you to how to talk in corporate, oh. and it, it was literally they were going, "You have to talk like a wanker." Yes, and it's true. No one talks like this in real life. You don't. You, whenever you're conversing with someone outside of work or the corporate world, you don't talk like that. So I don't know why. This is like seeping. It's like getting worse in a lot of ways. Marketing, isn't it? Someone in the mm. in the marketing area has gone. Look, you have to use these words. You, you can't say that word. Here's a new. They get the thesaurus out and go right. Here's a bit. Or they use <laughs> fucking Google or Word or whatever. That'll do the job for you these days. Yeah. Anyway, it's so contr- it's just annoying me how they were talking. But we got some interesting tidbits. I said Hellblade Two or send it with Sacrifice Hellblade Two. It's got a release date: twenty first of March, twenty twenty four. March, May 2024. So, yeah, it's not coming that early. Mm. Um, So, that's good news if you've got that in the team. I said Adkins has got it, and you've got it in your team via Adkins. Parky. Adkins, sorry. I should have Mm. had that ready. It's there now. Um, But what do you think of this? Yeah. Hellblade 2 will be a digital only release and cost $50. No UK pans available yet. It will be similar length to its predecessor, which, according to how long to beat, is roughly eight hours. So, this caused a little bit of like, huh? Because, and look, I don't think game prices are as they shouldn't be used as a barometer really for the quality mm. of a game. Like, if you're consuming it, you make the price yourself and you get it at the price when it's appropriate for you. But I always think it's interesting to see what the publisher thinks it's worth. 
Because we know mm. the top end 70 UK pounds or $70. Um, so clearly, Microsoft last year, Starfield, 70 UK pounds, $70. I think even Redfall was 70 as well. So so Microsoft said, look, that's, they're the top dogs. They're, they're the big guns. We expect a bigger return on investment on these because, you know, we're going to put a higher price on it. Not saying it's better quality, but obviously there's something to do with the way the budget's been worked out. That's what they think it's worth to the consumer. Then this comes along and it's only $50 and probably be, I don't know, over 50 UK pounds or 45 UK pounds is probably more accurate. Um, any thoughts on that in terms of, I think the expectation coming into this was Ninja Fury bought out by Microsoft. They did a really good kind of, uh, like an incredible job with the with the amount of people they had to do the first Hellblade. And then now Microsoft have got on, they're going to put all this money into it. They're going to build this out to a, you know, perhaps a longer experience that you could charge that you could you could realistically charge seventy UK pounds for, and it's popped in at fifty. Are they are they already setting the bar saying don't don't get carried away on this because we know that if we've charged seventy for it, people will come for us. Possibly, um, I don't. It's but yeah, I guess they have done <laughs> either by length, substance, whatever it is. They've priced it. Because they thought they could get away with it, they would. This is the thing yes. I keep telling people. That's the yeah. maximum. They will always go for the maximum. And maybe it's just a really... Maybe they just thought we'll just do a... Re- we don't really think it's going to sell much because we've got Game Pass. Therefore, mm. doesn't matter. But I do find that interesting when... Because Sony just don't... I mean, I say Sony don't do that. They're about to release Helldivers, which will be um, on a budget. You know, games are so it's multiplayer only, but... Their single player stuff is like it's seventy pounds for better or for worse. Yeah, yeah. And they just say it, and people go, "All right, we'll buy it, mm. or we won't." Whereas, obviously, Xbox is doing things a lot differently. They do have where Pentiment, which was less than that, it was like a smaller type game. So, mm. I don't know. People, I think the thing that got me was people were saying this could be Ninja Fury, could be Xbox's version of, of Naughty Dog. And I thought, well, you won't catch Naughty Dog Dead releasing 50 UK pound <laughs> titles, unfortunately. So it can't be. I get what they were saying. It, the, the graphical fidelity on this game looks, looks pretty good. But um, I, I guess I want, the angle I wanted to go at was, is that a concern for you of it being your team at all? That there's bets being edged? Because that's a rundown from what you could charge for a game. And they've made a conscious decision to do that based on, you know, Factors that we don't know about. Maybe it is just mm. goodwill. Maybe Phil is just being good guy again. There ain't any goodwill. Good egg, Phil. Life. Friend of the so, show saying, look, have it cheaper if you want to buy it. But there's two campus. ways of looking at this. Yeah. One, chuffed it and we'll get <laughs> fucking absolutely drilled if we charge maximum price right. for this. Yep. And there's, um, that's a glass half empty view. Yep. Then you've got the glass half full, which is, look, we don't feel like it's going to resonate that well. And we think we can get extra revenue by putting it a rung lower. We've had success with other games in pricing them accordingly. So let's continue that process. Look, I think ideally to get the top scores, you usually are looking for them. You're either looking for two ends of the spectrum, right? Hmm. The unsung indie game that's under 30 quid or the top dog AAA. There's very few games in the middle of that where 
you find great scoring games because that's ultimately what you're after. They're usually at one of those two ends of the spectrum, I've found. Um, so the fact that this is kind of somewhere in the middle of this kind of like indie budget versus top-end AAA budget mm. is not ideally where you want to be. doesn't mean it's terminal for it, but you kind of want it to be in either one of those... <laughs> Yeah. Pocket, I think for me, generally speaking, they're where I look for games. So, who knows? We'll have to wait and see. It's locked in now. So, yeah, I mean, I could transfer it out, but what for? And that's the biggest problem you got is it's yeah. kind of like, well, it's fucking sometimes it's hitting hope. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's that'll be a decision to be made, certainly. But, mm. um, yeah, I just found that I just found that interesting that they. That that's the case because, I mean, if I'm being selfish, I'm like, well, that's that's twenty dollars off my Game Pass value for the year. I'm supposed to be getting these seventy UK pounders. Mm. Have, I, have I been tricked by Phil and Co. into like, oh, we'll get Pentiment? I'm like, yeah, I could buy it for fifteen quid. Yeah. What, I you, am what, wondering, what are you doing, oh. Phil? Maybe that's maybe that's the way they're going to go though. It's like we're just going to do the thing with Hellblade is I think it's been nearly eight years since the original come out. If this was like two year cycle, everyone would be like, "Oh yeah, of course," you, you know. But it felt like the time that they've spent on it. And again, these are outside factors that actually don't matter about the game. But this is the unfortunately what people get in their heads. I mean, well, it's been in development for seven years. What have they been doing to make an eight hour game? You're like, well, what does that matter for one thing? But it does to people. It annoys mm. them if something takes fucking ten years. They're like, well, I expect ten years worth of developments. That yeah. Um, Digital only, which I wasn't surprised at. I think we saw that of Alan Wake. In fact, Alan Wake 2 was what on that middle ground, 50-odd UK. Mm. It might have been 60. I can't remember what they did now. But they, they cut the price because of the digital only release. Mm. I would expect this to get a physical one a year down the line. If, if Xbox have got any brains, they will do that. Especially if it does well. <laughs> if it cut, Maybe they're hedging their bets. Like, if this does turt, either critically or commercially, there's no point in us bothering with that physical lark. Mm. So if it does really well... Why not just cash in again for a second bite of the cherry? Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I don't really know. It, I mean, it could be a good move. It could turn out to be indicative of the quality of the game. I don't know is the simple answer. I hope it's a good move. It's a dangerous game equating price to quality of game because we've had so many 70 UK mm. pounders that are trash. Like They're not worth that. And... Um, I think more than anything, I think it's just the length of the game. I think they've looked at what a player could get out of that and gone, we will get criticised, even though it's on Game Pass, if it is eight hours. And that's what they said. It's mm. roughly the same as its predecessor. And how long to beat has that eight hours for everything? Um, so, I mean, personally, I don't mind. I would welcome more shorter games. And um, maybe I, it's a, I maybe, don't mind them. Maybe it's a short high quality game which makes a, a bite-sized naughty dog game there's nothing wrong with that mm. the the strength of the naughty dog, dog games isn't the length of them it's the quality no. so that's ultimately what matters this could be a real not a shift but a a bit of a marker in the sand to say look we can do this at these budgets and you don't have to pay as much for them mm. now, it did take us seven years so how much did that really cost to make we'll never know <laughs> but um Interesting. I like the look of what I've seen, but I'm still burnt by how god awful the puzzles were in that original. 
some of the all-time dog shit puzzles. All-time <laughs> garbage. So if they sorted that out, I'll be happy. That's it. That's the minimum. That's all they've got to get over is that bar. And I'll sit along for <laughs> the ride the for eight hours. Yeah. They did say as well that the game, they want you to feel the struggle of Senua and it's, they want you to feel like you just scrape for every battle by the skin of your teeth. I'm like, don't make this stupidly hard because you've got this idea that you, the gamer needs to experience the struggle. Because Senua, as far as I know, won't die in this. So why am I dying eight times to get over the checkpoint? That's not her struggle. So I hope they balance it right. And it concerns me when they say it with a smile on their face. I was like, what are you doing? This ain't souls. I don't want really, souls. Really bothered him that pass. Why are they... I don't know. Maybe, again, this is part of the garbage that was coming out of their mouth. So it may have just been strung mm. together in that way. But yeah. I just picked up on that and I was like, don't be silly with the difficulty. Because what they did with the original as well... They basically lied about a key mechanic of the game. That's all I'll say. There's a key mechanic of the game, which is a total lie, and it's there to scare you as the player. And right. it's been tested, and it, it's a load of nonsense. And that's, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But, yeah. Anyway, that's Hellblade 2. It's coming May 21st, 2024. They showed off a Val. They showed off it, which is on... Who's that on? I think Adkins has got that. No, nope, that's a Salmon game. That's got a fall of 2024 release date. So no actual confirmed date. Indiana Jones just said 2024. So we don't know about that. And then Ara History Untold, which is a strategy game, got, again, fall of 2024. Mm. So from my recollection, Phil's not got anything coming out until May, which doesn't suggest every three months we're going to be getting a game. Because On average... Oh, don't say it. If you can't commit to every three months, don't. Why do they say things? Like, it annoys me. Why do no, you say that? Perfect. I know why he said it. It's, a, it's literally that fucking gift that we share each other all the time from fucking the office where you go, they won't remember. Well, I'll remember. I know. Ronnie will he remember that. He, he doesn't count on Ronnie's though. No. He said it in December as well. R- <laughs> doubled down every three months. And I was like, well, Forza came out in October. I was like, you ain't left a lot of room to do that. Unless they've got a surprise up this sleeve, in which case I'll be quiet. But that concerns me that he's lying again. He's got caught again. That's what I don't want, Phil getting caught out. I know why he he reiterated it in December as well. Around that time, people Mm. are doing their end of year reviews. They're all saying, oh, let's have a little look forward to 2024. And if he can get the the lie of the message that every three months there'll be an Xbox game, when they come to the Xbox subject, they'll just parrot that as fact. Yeah. And then they'll forget about it. Like you said, they won't remember. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I mean, on average, that'll, if they get four games out this year, they would have hit that. This, yeah. But it's compressed is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, There's a, They're not stringing them out. They're not no, planning yeah. it so that they which, get constant content out. Which if you were running the subscription service at a brutal level, you would want to do that. Because yeah. you could string people on, go, right, you play Avowed for two and a half months. Well, maybe not for eight hours. But yeah. You give them something this month. And then too much you have another thing. Like you try and mm. string the content out, but <clears throat> it looks like at the end of the year they're going to just drop three games, perhaps in the space of mm. four or five months. So it's it must get... be tricky though, like to oh, get yeah, a yeah. But don't, stream, don't like... say the nonsense. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not just word it in a way to go, look, like we're trying to balance the release calendar in a way that mm. it gives you a constant 
stream of games so you hopefully the ideal is is that you have four games a year yeah minimum spread out one every three months that's what we're aiming for but there might be times when that doesn't allow and therefore you know we'll try and you might get two in one like one quarter and that's just the way it'll go but on average yeah. we'll get you the games that you need to make it value for I just you wouldn't, I, just but, wouldn't, I just wouldn't put a number in like i said i'll just say Here's what we're aiming you to do. You got to. Otherwise, people <laughs> fucking cancel it and renew it, wouldn't yeah, they? Then you got Ronnie saying you said four every three months. It ain't happened. Yeah, but Ronnie's one in five hundred. <laughs> true. Probably more than one in a thousand people are like that. Like you don't. This isn't like people aren't sitting there. They should be literally in their fucking brain going like, "I'm going to hold you to that." It doesn't. That's not how Ronnie forget. works. It's when Phil says something, it just gets stored, and then when. It's like a timer. It goes off. It goes, what's happened there? I know, but people don't have these timers. I barely remember to. to set my fucking alarm for work, you, <laughs> let alone saying that someone said three months ago. It doesn't join the dots. So ah. that's that's what Phil's counting on. But look, yeah. I think I'd prefer, and everyone would prefer, and probably even he would prefer to have them fucking regularly, like, staggered. Yeah. But for whatever reason, it's obviously more difficult than that. Oh, cool. I, I mean, that's, that's the reason why I say don't bother saying anything. It's like yeah, explicit, because yeah, right, yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. Like mm. it's so difficult to plan all that shit. Like, how can you, mm. in how could you, in good faith, really say something like that and say, yeah, we always say, well, that's what we try. That's what my word was. Sit, I can imagine that there's someone sitting behind the scenes when he says stuff like that, like one of his reports or someone on that team that's sitting there going, "Why the fuck is he saying yeah. this? What's We've he had this discussion and why is he giving lip service again? Because it ain't ain't going to happen, Phil. But he chucks yeah. it out there." Got to, got to get the optic. Like I say, there's, like you said, it's one in a thousand that Ronnie will pick up on it. Most people just clap it in and then never yeah. talk about it again. So he, mm. he will get away with it. Anyway, I'll just quickly brush over these. So that was the developer direct anyway, those four games. Hellblade 2, Avowed, Indiana Jones, first person, confirmed. Mm. So were you like an indie? To I me, like Indiana Jones. Well, do you like new, feels... new films? No. No, no one does. It's interesting no when they were talking about the history of it. There's like and the great films. It sort of showed the three titles of the original three, and yeah. just stopped the timeline. Like everything from the Crystal Skull has been shot. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like that that was watchable, but it wasn't good. Mm. And then everything since has just been downhill. But those original that original trilogy are like the untouchable, yeah, ones. So look, I think the one thing that I always thought about um, Uncharted was that it was like. Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. and it was that was like the version of it for me. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to play something that isn't Uncharted, that is Indiana Jones, yeah. and then try to pull all that together in your mind to see whether it hits hits it, what you're expecting or not. This I said this is first person. Yeah. And um, yeah, that it doesn't look like the bombastic set piece. Kind no. of, it doesn't, doesn't look like Uncharted at all. It looks nothing like, and I think that's intentional because they don't want or Tomb Raider, like the modern Tomb Raiders. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see how that lands because some people wanted a third person. They wanted the Uncharted with Indiana Jones skin on it. Mm. <clears throat> you're not gonna get that. You get something quite different. Um. So I'm interested to see how this. I mean, I don't really have any affinity for Indiana Jones. I think once you the first three, like I said, are good, mm. and then. I haven't even bothered with the last ones. I don't care. I never cared about it that much that I even wanted to see the Crystal Skull uh, ones. So once, once Johnson nah. came back and said, it's fucking awful, I was like, well, that's enough for me to walk away from it. And he loves yeah, it, Indiana was, Jones. Yeah. It's the right decision. But um, interesting that they've tried to do that because I think that's a really... I always think things like, like 
cult followings almost that have got like this like things like Back to the Future yeah. and all those sort of classic film trilogies and stuff. It's always tricky to do it justice. And the fact that you say you've got Tomb Raiders, the fact that you've got Uncharted that are doing done it. those things so well, and it's been done just without that skin, like actually trying to title saying Indiana Jones and then mm. hitting the mark of expectations that people have got around yeah. those games. It's not a really... It almost seems like something you don't want to do. No. I think you're going to absolutely knock it out of the park, and I, I just doubt that. Mach- yeah. So- Machine games are a first person. They've done Wolfenstein, and, you know, they're first-person shooters, studio yeah. primarily. So there was no surprise. But I think what this does is it filters out those that wanted the third person because they're like, well, I'm out. And it's like, yeah. okay, you're out, but then you're not going to fucking crap away with this because you won't be playing it. So it kind of gives it its own... Like it gives it some sort of buffer to breathe, and if it if mm. it can pull off what it's trying to do in its own merit, then it'll be fine. But it just, like you said, scrubs out the expectations of the third person, you know, full bombastic action adventure. This is going to be a different pace, a different style of game. And look, mm. now I've got confidence in machine games. I, I love. Well, I I didn't like Wolfenstein: The New Order. I think that was the rebooted one at all. Really, mm. I thought it was really annoying but I really thought Wolfenstein the new Colossus was great and the only thing that annoys me about this whole circumstance is that where's Wolfenstein 3 and they went well it's on the back burner isn't it while this Indiana Jones is getting spun up so if this isn't up to snuff I'm going to be annoyed that we've just lost years of that that potential franchise that I that I liked just for a Mm. movie franchise like more Disney it's like great more Disney just what everyone wanted I think in it absolutely fucking saturating the market it's got Harris, mean, look, Harrison Ford's likeness as well got his little scar look I think there's, it's got potential but it feels like a bit of a money grab <laughs> or, like, oh, yeah. do, you, do you know what I mean they've just gone what's popular what's going to be Indiana popular Jones fun? isn't well it's not no, anymore I, is it it's no, like no you're right yeah it's strange like it's not Star Wars it's not Spider-Man it's not the Avengers. It's not even Batman. It's it feels like it's something that like someone fucks. our age, yeah. yeah, or like above, like between yes. thirty-five and forty-five, have Which... done as a pet project. Well, so, I think they have. They I think they have because yeah. Todd Howard's executive producer, and he's older than us, and he even yeah. said this is like a passion project. So absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, yeah. So it's, it's a good point. It's, it is easy to fall into that trap of thinking everyone loves these sort of classic 80s, yeah. 90s films. When... If you grew up on the Crystal Skulls, your first indie film, you go, what is this shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that? That was 2008, yeah. I think. So those people would be, yeah, like 16 now. And they've, they're going, what the fuck? It's like, yeah. no, you have to go back another 20 years. And that's where the good and stuff is. And the film is. looks too old. It's like, well... This is the trouble, isn't it? You can you can he win? Anyway, we'll see on that. I hope it's good, and I hope they. If it is good, then they don't just abandon Wolfenstein. That's the main thing. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, to close it out, your favourite thing in the world: twenty fourth annual Game Developers Choice Awards have been revealed. <laughs> Here we go. The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate Three are both up for seven awards, while Cocoon is up for five. The three titles are in the running for the coveted Game of the Year award alongside Dave the Diver, Dredge, and Marvel's Spider-Man. So Alan Wake 2 missing out. Interesting. 
A total of 16 games released last year have been nominated across nine award categories with a foolish republic. Oh, we're not going to read that full list, so I should have cut that out. I'm not going to fucking read that, are we, VGC? Sneak that in. The winners of the peer-based awards event will be announced at the GDCA ceremony on March 20th. So you've got a good two months to grill on that. The event is being held in conjunction with the Independent Games Festival Awards at GDC 24 in San Francisco's Moscone Convention Center. Members of the public can also vote for their favorite game of the year from all 16 of this year's nominees in the Audience Award ballot. So if you want to have your own say, you can do that. Anyway, here's the list of the games. I think there's six here. Is it six? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3, Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. I just wanted to call it out since everyone moans about... I went through it last week. You know why. These are the ones you should be paying attention to if you really gave a shit. Spoiler alert, most people don't. They just want to moan about Jeff's garbage. The showcase of the Immortals. Spider-Man 2's on there. You've been... Mm. Have you started that yet? No. All right. Well, nice a comment then. I, I think I said this when we talked about it and I reviewed it. I was surprised at the higher end score. So I'm even more surprised to see that it's landing on Game of the Year nominees. Mm. Head of stuff like Wake, which I'm not happy with, but peer-based in it. These are the developers deciding. So that is the, that is interesting, that Spider-Man 2. But I'm fascinated to hear how you get on with it if you ever start it. I will Biff, do. Biff's just started it. Got it through his Boomerang rental service. Do you know what? That, so it's, it's a physical game uh, rental service. He pays whatever it is a month and it gives you like mm-hmm. a, a certain amount of games a month. He wanted Robocop, that game that came out last year, which yeah. look, looks fine. looks like a fun Robocop game. It was easier for him to get Spider-Man 2 over Robocop. Robocop out of stock, Spider-Man 2 in stock. And I was like, that's not what I'd have expected had you asked me which of these games yeah. you'd get on that service. So Interesting. The unsung no, it's, hero. It's, it's, um, it's definitely up on the uh, up on the menu. I'm just trying to plot out when I'm going to actually sit there and... You're turning to me. Time. You're spending more time plotting things out and less time actually picking up the controller and getting on with it. Yeah. Once I start it, I want to play it through, so yeah. I don't have to stop it and do stuff. So it is gonna, it is gonna get played. I'm hoping to start it this month. Put it that way. Okay. Um. So it's imminent. Um. Also, we'll need to give that game back to Adkins because I borrowed it. So He's I got a platinum anyway. It. He's got no reason to even have that anymore, other than he wants it in his little collection. Yeah, so. yeah. It's just like, but the thing is, if I sit on it for four months, you'll be like, right. And then I'll, I'll be under pressure. There's no so. late fees at this library, I'd say. They weren't <laughs> drawn out in the terms and conditions. Keep it as long as you want. Anyway, we'll close down this particular edition. We've got... Oh, we've got Resident Evil 4 Separate Ways DLC. Price. Uh, I'll play through. Adcock this time doing the questions, so you'll get a break from Logan's queries. Um, I'll chat through my experience with that. And again, this is part of my sort of DLC run that I ran through. And uh, I said, I enjoy that little experience, but Resident Evil 4 separate ways got very high scores for a DLC, but it's packed into there. So you're going to find out what I'm going to speak to. As usual, we're going to have a transition between this and that. And of course, we will see you on the other side.
here we are then back with some game impressions to close out this edition of idle game chat got myself apps and pac-man himself tom adcock here to talk hello, well hello well, we've already Sorry. said hello once already it's the thing sort of exposing the business we've already sort of done one of these so i was trying to skip over it and you 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 mm. being the professional tried to sort of make it out as though it was a new meeting although video viewers will see no change in clothes or more importantly no change in my facial hair stayed exactly yeah. the same because that will change week to week but um there we go. I've just blown it for everyone. Resident Evil 4 Separate Ways. I'm here to talk about this. You haven't played it. And this, I think, is where your physical trading, sort of get it, play it, trade it, unravels. Because some what has been seen in the critical eye, excellent DLC has come down the pipe for Resident Evil 4. Probably one of your favourite games of 2023. And now you you sat there thinking, well, how, how am I going to play this? Now, I do have a suggestion for you. You can borrow it off probably Adkins. I think he's still got the disc. He doesn't trade his stuff. So it would mean buying the DLC and then... Oh, no, of- I'll get on to him for that. He's already let me, uh, Clisto. So uh, that shop's open and he's done it once. I so I feel like... I think he's got it. I'm pretty sure he, he, bought, he bought it and never played it. So it's sort of like one of those. He hasn't played base game yet. No. No, wow. don't know what Fair he got. Enough. Don't know what he got snowed up with, but that's a, that's one way for you to go and and do it. But separate ways is a a DLC, sort of like not an expansion as such, but sort of a missing link. Some people would say between Resident Evil Four and some of the other stuff that's going on. I will say from the outset, and this is just a, I'm getting annoyed with this these DLCs. This isn't as egregious as Resident Evil Village, where they basically released the game, went, bloody hell, we can't believe people wanted to play that so much. We'll start making DLC now. And then like the, the, the Winter's expansion was like 12 months later. And I was like, well, sorry, but we're kind of done now, aren't we? I still yeah. haven't gone back and played that. I, I want to, but what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that the, this is not as bad because this came out a few months after, maybe six months yeah. or so since it came. But it's still like... I don't really want to go back into the game that soon. Yet the longer I leave it, the less familiar I'm going to be and the harder it's going to be to get into the groove of things. And even though I jumped in quite soon after it came out, maybe a week or 10 days after, as soon as I booted up the game, I was like, I can't remember what I'm doing. I had to play this, like, really struggled. Like, just instantly under pressure. One, like, boss battle, I emptied literally every last... And this never happens. You know how careful I am with my ammo? Yeah. Emptied every last fucking bullet I had, and it was the last sort of stand that got the, the thing down. And I was like, ah, oh, this is why I'm I'm not liking these sort of DLC packs when they come so late after the game. Horizon did it as well, Burning Shores, but Burning Shores and Horizon is a much more tranquil game. It's an open-world game. You sort of explore at your own time. These horror-based games... You're just under the cosh constantly, and, and when you don't, when you're not sharp to how the game works. So hang on, I'm so what's your answer here? What do you want? Well, no DLC. Well, no DLC, or just it's their day and date. Well, this right. is the, this is the thing. This is now controversial opinion because back in the day, games used to do this all the time. They'd be like, "Here's the base game." And then here's this story expansion, and it was released like the week after. And people were like, "Oh, you're carving up the game," yeah. and, and I was like, "Yeah, you bastards." You're carving up the game. But now I'm like, no, give it to me straight away. I can roll straight <laughs> into it. Or 
I'll wait till a complete edition comes along and then you play it back to back. But you're almost yeah. better off doing that these days. Anyway, I have to have a little rant for that because it's just it's something that's starting to annoy me slightly. But I don't know how you feel about that. Like jumping it's back in. It's been so long because it's been so long since I've played an expansion. Unless it's like a game like Last of Us remake, you know, where it's included in and you're like, perfect. Yeah. So let's go through the main game and I'll do the, the, you know, the two hour expansion at the end. It's perfect. I've got no problem with it. It's, this is the first time where I've been stung where this is one I definitely want to play and I can't. So that's frustrating. But kind of like the idea of it, you know, if the game's successful and, you know, you get that little bite size, I don't know how long this is. I guess that'd be interesting to know. I'm guessing like four or five hours. Um, yeah, I kind of like that. I think it's a good, good thing, especially like this where it's from a different character. I've, again, I don't know anything about this. I've not seen a trailer or anything. So I don't know if she plays significantly different mm. to Leon. I guess we'll get into that. But yeah, yeah no, I'm a fan. Well, I'm up for this. Different opinions, different needs for that particular one. No, it's interesting that you said you haven't played it because I, I, I had assumed that you had done back in the day. And you sent me, when I told you I was playing this, I think you said, oh, this was like a PS2 exclusive. And then you was instantly like, well, I don't know if that's true mm. or not. And obviously I was like sitting there going, rolling my eyes, thinking, well, fuck you, he don't know what he's talking about. And I looked into it and it was. Because one thing I didn't think of, what didn't we have back in the GameCube PS2 era? There was no storefronts. There was no digital oh, of download yeah. of shit. It was either on the disc... Well, it weren't there at all, and this came after, well after the, the the original release on GameCube. So, as far as I know, they never got separate ways. It was just the PS2 and the PC release that came later. Um, I believe every re-release since, so the Wii version, the PS4 right. version, the 360, they all had it, or, yep. or a way to get it. Because by that point, we had digital storefronts, but adcock brain working. It was just it almost like I was thinking that is that's strange to think about that they just couldn't do this. Back in the yeah. day. Well, I think they did do that quite often where, because obviously this was like a timed exclusive on the GameCube. So I guess to kind of yeah. ease that, there's a bit of extra content, which I know you do. That was quite common when but, when the game would come out later. Or But this was like but, Soul. Like Resident Evil 4 was Soul was like one of the Capcom 4, 3 yeah. or 4, like this major sort of groundbreaking exclusivity. And actually got absolutely short change because <laughs> you never yeah, got separate I, ways. And I don't know how that works. I'd be interested to know if there was like, if it was always just a, a standard timed exclusive and just missold a little bit. Mm. But I was under the impression you could only play this game on GameCube. I don't know if there was targets to hit and it just didn't hit that and that then triggered something where they were <laughs> yeah. allowed to release it. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be kind of cool to know what happened there. Because, yeah, because yeah, it's very strange. No, indeed. Anyway, this is Resident Evil 4 separate ways. Here's what's on the PlayStation Store. As a little uh-huh. note, requires Resident Evil 4. Please update the game to the latest patch before playing so it doesn't want you to be playing offline on the disc or you wouldn't be able to download this anyway. The mission called for utmost secrecy. Failure was not an option before any US agent had even set foot in that cursed village. She was there. Her mission? The retrieval of the cult's darkest secret, the Amber. Separate ways... The missing link in the main story in this thrilling survivor horror horror adventure starring Ada Wong. See the other side of the story from her eyes as her mission and fate entwines with Leon Kennedy's a second time. So it is very much that other perspective. And we see Ada throughout the main game sort of come and go. And this is designed, I guess, to 
fill in the blanks at that point. But I will get through what I need to get through based on queries and questions that you might have. So being that you are the bit of a Resident Evil 4 expert, what do you want to know about Separate Ways? DLC. Well, yes, well, I've got an instant question. Is that... So that makes it sound very much like it's almost like Resi 2, like an A and B campaign. Is this a fully-fledged... Are we talking this is 10 hours? Or no. Sort of? So my game clock, when I finished it, said five and a half hours... Okay. I think those game clocks don't take into account fails or reloads of checkpoints. And what's different about the way I approach this game, and it wasn't, well, I came into the game not really wanting to play it that much, but I felt like I kind of had to. So I was a little bit resistant to go into it. And that may, that may well be unfair, but that's just, I was talking about the DLC thing earlier. I was a bit like, ah. Oh. I'll just I'll do it because I think this will be a net positive to go through it. Basically, is the way I thought of it. Um, so I, I didn't do everything that was available to me, not by choice, but also by the fact you can't retread old ground once you've gone past the location. It's not like right. and one of the things that annoyed me from the outset was that it doesn't really signal when you're going to move on as well. Like Resident Evil Four, very obvious. And I think I called it out in the review. There was one instance where he doesn't do it, but that. Mm. That merchant will say, make sure you finish up what you're doing here. And you're like, all right, I'll go back and do the little side quest. I'll go. You don't get that trigger in here. So you might just sort of wander through and then suddenly you're in like a boss fight and then you're on to the next location. I was like, oh, I've got unfinished business. Right. So I didn't do all the side quests. I've probably done about half of it that was there. Okay. But I say all that to say that I think the, the game time probably took me close to six hours if you take into account retries and all that stuff. And then if you add in sort of the side stuff to hunt around and, and do, you've probably got close to a, a seven-hour experience there if you want to do it all. Eventually, um, like half the... Well, actually, I'd say that a completionist would probably be more like 20 hours on that main game, wouldn't it? main game took me 20 hours, like almost yeah. dead on. And I, But I wasn't running. I was walking like I did. Here I ran a yeah. little bit because it's like it's Ada Wong. She's, she, ain't, yeah. she ain't walking around scared, but... It's pretty, so it's pretty meaty. And to be fair, I mean, I don't normally, and I'm not, this doesn't factor into my opinion of it, but it is only eight quid. Like, yeah, I'm all over this. It's like got two s- pints, less than two <laughs> pints, and you've got another like five and a half to seven hours sort of revisits there. I'm going to ask two questions because I don't want to forget one. Mm. So question one is kind of what I touched on earlier. So Ada Wong, like, is she, obviously when you see her, she's a bit, ridiculous you know she's kind of standing there in her high heels on like a pile of zombies and yeah. you've just you know like you said put your last clip into a boss mm. she looks like she's uh strutting around debenhams buying makeup and all you know what i mean like making it all look very easy so does is she overpowered does she control like leon does she have anything extra in her arsenal mm. and does that mean game plays different that's question one which i know there's a bit to unpack there yeah question two the Ronnie brain, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, like, how does this work? Because obviously, if, when you play with Leon, there'll be bits where you're clearing out entire areas. Yeah. And I'm guessing I'm guessing she ain't walking through there with loads of dead zombies knocking around and empty rooms. Mm. So is she playing it in the same, roughly the same order you are? Or is mm. she off just doing all kinds of different things? So I'll do the second one first. Yeah. Yes, is the short answer. But you're not you're playing sort of segments of the map and what you said is right actually if you look at the context of this i don't think it makes a lot of sense 
because you know, Ronnie, Leon would have gone for, Ronnie did go through when I was playing as Leon. He'd gone through and cleared out of this stuff and suddenly there's like new enemies there and you're like, hmm, not sure here. So that that is a small inconvenience. It's, it's a contrivance that I'm willing to accept because otherwise you'd be walking through like just fire and brimstone, nothing for you to do. So, But they do take you to sort of areas that you, you can't access because you've got this grappling hook. So it allows you to go up higher. So you do get to see the right. same sort of locations but from different perspectives that are a little bit more linear but would make yeah. sense that there's enemies and things to be getting mm-hmm. on with there so that it's kind of like that i think it's a net positive because it's not too yeah. much of a, an annoyance and it's actually i mean i didn't know some of the stuff that you kind of it's not, not his major reveal i'm not going to sit there and say oh he's going to blow your bollocks off but it's some nice like little nods you're like oh that makes sense now there's, there's a small right. little like things that when you go through that you're like i remember going for that as leon and that makes sense that ada was there doing whatever she was yeah. doing and you know I, I one of the things i will say and it goes back to my point about it being a fair amount of time since i played it i was sort of squinting going i, I think i remember what was happening mm. at this point um i don't remember the context like so that that they probably yeah. didn't hit as well as they could have done but there's definitely some cool little little like moments where they 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 kind of sync up in ways that you perhaps wouldn't expect yeah. As for Wong herself, this is probably my biggest criticism of it. She does just feel like Leon and you don't feel any more powerful. Now, she has got a new skill. You've got the grappling hook. So mm. there are areas that are basically purpose built where you can use the grappling hook to go up on the roof, then go you know, above over over enemies and go at the other side. You haven't got to engage with them. So yeah. you can do that, but it's not... It's not really used in combat as much as I would like. I was thinking like swarms of enemies like get me up on buildings like several times. Like it may be one or two times where it becomes an option, but it's not it's not actually yeah. leaned or it's more just you traversing from A to B, which is fine, but not really useful. What is useful in combat is now when you stun enemies, so if you hit them with like your pistol a few times, they'll see go stunned. A little like icon will appear, hit X. And if you're, you can close the distance using the grappling hook. So she like attaches the uh, grappling hook to them, goes in with this ridiculous like karate kick and like knocks them down. So that's useful because you can, from range, yeah. go in. And if there's enemies nearby, they get knocked back as well. It's kind of like yeah. a, this cool thing. But, that, but that's really the only thing that she's got that Leon hasn't. There's a few, maybe like one or two different weapons that you get, but walks like Leon, same sort of like run cadence, doesn't feel agile other than when you're pressing R1 to use the context only sort of grappling right. to go up somewhere. But yeah, I was expecting a bit of like maybe a bit of extra dodging mechanic and other, but no, sort of like your knife parry, you can dodge with circle, like you would get a prompt and whatnot to avoid yeah. like boss damage and certain like enemy throws you might use it. But very much does feel like Leon just with like high heels on, which was a, which was a little bit of a disappointment. I was hoping to feel. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned I struggled, which I kind of wasn't expecting. I thought Ada's like this absolute demon; she's like just slaughters everything. But no, you'll be up against it. I think when you go yeah. back to this and not feel like Ada Wong, super secret agent who can just mop the floor of anything that gets in your way. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And. 
so like you said the the, the gra- it's not like you're not getting a lot of choice when to use this grappling hook it's mm. like contact they would let you know when that's clearly what you yeah. need right okay. you basically, basically get a little like indicator that says r1 you hit r1 and it'll go yeah. up there when you get close to it it'll have a distance so it'll be like two meters once you get yeah. to zero meters that's when it pops up for you to use and yeah i mean there's this there's, there are there's actual like not necessarily whole stages, but sections of, of chapters where you are literally going through a what you can see on the map is a corridor, but you're zipping, yeah. you know, up yeah. and above. And it's yeah, it's, it's what it is at the end of the okay. day. Is there any new enemies or or is it all standard fare? And I'm guessing if it, I'm guessing there's not new enemies, but I'm They're, also guessing you must kind of go through them all. Like yes. they, they, they're constantly introducing new ones in in the main game, but at a nice pace. I'm guessing that's kind of condensed. Yeah. yeah, it gets it ramps up quickly, and you kind of I wasn't you're sort of fighting yeah. like much harder enemies earlier, and I was like, I'm not ready for this. I didn't feel yeah. like I was ready, but he got through it. In terms of like enemy, the stock enemies are all, from what I could tell, pretty much the same. There, there may have been like one, but not enough to for me to remember. Mm. There are like obviously new bosses that you perhaps yeah. won't have experienced in the main game, so that's kind of like I guess their their work on a new enemy. And yeah, you start off with the pistol and the machine gun the submachine gun but leon gets both those sort of options anyway it felt like the weapons were generally very much the same as well so enemy variety is is varied because as we know for resident evil 4 they do sort of ramp up and change and and whatnot but you've played through the main game you've probably played through like 88 99 percent of what you're gonna what you're gonna encounter so nothing really new there i would say well it's, it's worthwhile calling out and then it's a bit of an off-piece one, kind of. I, mean, I don't really play DLC. Mm. Eight pounds, that seems like a bargain for yep. six or seven hours play. Yeah. Um, how that, Does this compare well then to like Horizon, to other DLC that you've played? Yeah, well... As in bang for buck. If I'm looking at like... I mean, the easiest analogue is that Callisto Protocol final transmission. That's... Why is that game purchased? Well... That's the question. It says, well, I liked it. Sort of see the, see the job through. But anyway, that's £11.50. Yeah. And it's three hours. So if, if people want to play the game of like hours equals time, there's clearly a discrepancy yeah. there. So And from like an A studio, definitely not uh, a AAA studio. So hey. Capcom. Let's see it. Re- Capcom. They want to put Capcom. prices up. And this is what I mean. They, they, they were complaining the other week saying, oh, games aren't expensive enough. I'm like, you're charging eight quid for this. You could have charged at least 12. Yeah. You're doing it to yourselves. It's, it's fine because you know, I'm not going to tell them to, to raise their prices, but they keep bloody moaning. It's like you're just easy wind. You're not, you're not taking because this was, like I said, it is, I think it's described as like a mini game, like originally when it come out. And it, yeah. it doesn't quite get that. I don't think five and a half to six hours is quite enough, but it's not far off. Yeah. But it is recycled environments. There are some parts yeah. of it where you're running around the exact same corridors and loops that you've done before. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, that's kind of what I was expecting going in. Yeah. And um, it's a truncated version of the of the story, and you get to see kind of Ada's perspective, which is the main pull for people. It feels a lot more linear. Like, it's very much that openness of going around and peeling like the onion doesn't, isn't really there in this one you kind of go from a to b to c and then you're out you know you know you don't really return to a to unlock d and e that doesn't tend to happen it's kind of like 
get through it and get done. But yeah, it's um. I mean that. I mean I don't tend to factor in price because I think you can wait to make things as cheap as you want. But as an initial sort of ask out the gate, it's pretty pretty good. Like I think Burning Shores was sixteen quid, and that's about eight to twelve hours if you do the side content, new location and whatnot. But it's like for eight quid. When I first saw it on the store, it's how I put it. I was like, well, that that is that feels cheap. I was expecting yeah. to pay more than that. I've got one other question actually, which I don't know if you're going to answer because I know you hate any even hint of a spoiler, which I don't think this is. But obviously, in the in the main game, having that companion Ashley with you is a huge part of that. And I think mm. we said on the, in our chat that like I think both of us didn't realise just how early she comes in and how long she's around for. So, yeah. is there a companion in portions of this? And then does it is the game better or worse because of that? No companion to be concerned about, so okay. no damsel in distress or, you know. Yeah, I don't know who else sense, I guess, for the story. She's so. a lone ranger. She's not going to get snuck yeah. up in that. Like, it's not. It's not really a. It's not. A, it's not an escort mission, is it? This one. This is. She's in there to do business and get that amber out. And Wes, Wesker might have got in trouble. Might need to sort him out. <laughs> I mean, you can't be trusted. We know that. But we've got, but in this in this continuity, we've got no context for who he is because we haven't got Resident Evil One. It's very true. So I don't know what they're doing there. Capcom, get on that. I've been telling them for years. Get that first one remade. But yeah, no, no. I don't think it makes it better or worse. I think trying to shoehorn that in would have just been a. I don't think story wise it would have made sense. And B, you get your feel of Ashley and and like having someone yeah. around. And from memory, she's not very useful. She's a distraction and actually a hindrance because she can get carried away. I think we applauded how much she doesn't get in the way, but she's still as ten percent chance she can blow a encounter oh, yeah, for you. Yeah. So you have to be mindful of her. You can't just let her survive on her own. And yeah, you don't have to worry about any of that here. It's straight out like do the business and, and get involved and get out of there. Perfect. All right, lovely. Style. I don't think I have a great deal. I don't think I've got anything else. I mean, I'm definitely keen to play it regardless of where you land on this. Purely that if I can get the game off Adkins and £8 is nothing. Mm. And I love these games. And yeah, oh, I guess the, I guess the question actually, but I don't even know if, if you'd know this because I know like Village and whatnot, they, they have a few bits and uh, Seven, they have a few bits of DLC. Is there anything else lined up that you know of? Um, I don't think before so. remake. No, I mean, okay. some mercenary stuff I think you might get with this, which I didn't partake in. It's just not... Yeah, I've never touched that. bag. Um, but I don't think so. And I think the reason for that is just... I think they're aware that touching Resident Evil 4 in the first place was always going to be an uphill task, and they kind of nailed it. Then they've done separate ways, which was part of the, the canon, and they kind of had to do that. I think people wanted to see that other side of the story that had come later... They've done that, and critically, it's not crapped the bed. So, again, they've got away with what could have been another disaster. If you start coming in and saying, right, now let's do Louise's chapter, or is it Louise? I can't remember the fella's name that's running around with you. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people will be like, oh, hang on a minute. That's too much. I'm not interested. So, I think yeah. that this will, be, this will be it, I would imagine, and we'll move on to... Whatever they've got planned next, it could be Resident Evil Five remake. It could be Resident Evil One. It could be I just they might stop here and say you've got five and six, be done with it. But seems like easy wins are on the table for them to sort of rectify the two black sheep of the series that 
weren't as critically or well commercially they did fine actually but critically and fan loved are they five and six kind of went off went off the boil no. there, but I think one, one seems like a, an absolute just makes sense like especially now they've gone two two three four like why have they left one out but be interesting if they go back to that i could see them doing it on an anniversary and really just making it you know real huge changes mm. but just keeping the core game i could see them like doing it like after they've done up to six and then saying right mm. now we get the start of it and, we, and i think yeah. what there's like origins is that one that like you could there almost do like cool, a, yeah. a double game almost like i was wondering you know, when i said it i was like i wonder if they'll take bits from that because it's zero, and I think it's happening at the same time as one, or yeah. it's the team you find at the beginning of one who are all dead. It's one of those two things. Yeah. Um, so you could easily have, if not make that game wholesale, because that one was a bit strange, um, they could definitely nick bits out of it and turn that into like, one big package. That'd be good. Yeah. One thing I will say on separate ways is that, I mean, I'm going to assume people have some knowledge of the base game if they're listening to this and whatnot, but you, Ada and Leon cross paths in and out throughout the game. This obviously skips a lot of time because there's not as much of, of the game to do. It does feel somewhat... It doesn't feel... I thought it was going to be like clever and seamless, mm-hmm. like the way that those sort of cutscenes would play out. But they kind of don't. Like, you'll do something and then Leon will come in the room. And right. I was expecting you'd, like, see, like, I don't know, Ada, like, hiding and then jumping oh, out, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever she's doing. She doesn't always reveal herself straight away with Leon. Yeah. But it just sort of plays, just plays, replays the cutscene as though you were Leon and then Ada appears. And I was like, oh, she, so she did just go out the window and I didn't see that. Like, do you know what I mean? There's, like, these, oh, little, there's these little, yeah, like, yeah, moments yeah. that are just sort of yeah. missed and cut. I was like, I thought they were going to, like, You'd see, you'd be, you'd be seeing that whole scene play out from like her perspective, and then see her come out. But it just it reuses like the same cutscene almost, other than yeah, like the that. initial trigger charge, point. Charge me twelve quid and up the production <laughs> values. What are you doing? Put some come bloody on. effort into it. But that's yeah, really like that. That that was a a, a minor annoyance. Um, but overall, I mean, I don't think there's there's nothing terribly wrong with the game. But I wasn't really in the mindset of wanting to do it because of my resistance to this late DLC for these yeah. sort of stressful games. And then I was somewhat disappointed that Wong just was Leon with high heels. Yeah. And yes, she has the grappling hook. And yes, she can do that melee attack, but still rocks in, Not the, enough. rocks in those high heels and struggling to sort of get the mobility. But I suppose you can't imagine redoing the whole game for a new character yeah. feel it would be a lot of work but you know she didn't didn't feel as it almost sort of tarnished her reputation with me because i was so poor at her like it made me feel like she's not she ain't all that really she's struggling just as much as that rookie leon yeah but in reality the cutscenes suggest otherwise that she can just devastate anything and everyone <laughs> yeah all right well uh, anything else good or bad you want to say and then let's get that uh gallery open and see what happens no, nothing. No more to say. I think Let's, we'll take it to the gallery then. I guess. All right. So you, you told me this last time. So remember, I don't. I'm assuming it ain't happening. But you, you've got a botchlin bin. Yeah. You got your bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. Um. Yeah. Where does where does separate ways land? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna give separate ways a bronze. 
Now, the main game, I gave it a gold. So this is quite a significant yeah. drop-off. It's a and real I do... fall from grace, that is. Well, the, I, I maintain the bronze is still to be respected. I mean, I know you have a habit of putting stuff in there that you're scared to put in the bin. But I like to put good stuff in there to show that it's a work. Like Persona 4 Golden, that's a great game. Dead Space yep. 2023, we've seen that. Marvel Spider-Man Remastered, it's all there. But, yeah, it just didn't... I think part of it was I wasn't really up for playing it and I know that's sort of this almost like a self-inflicted wound but it just the whole process is starting to annoy me slightly of the DLC so that got my back yeah. up and then to be just sort of chucked in it rusty struggling I was like I had expectations like you that you'd feel it's almost be like an action like fun yeah. change and it wasn't it was actually a bit more like the main game in the early stages yeah. but just throughout so that threw me a bit and yeah Wong doesn't feel like anything other than Leon the, the grappling hook's kind of fun but yeah. it, is, it is more Resident Evil 4 which at its core is good and once once I've got my eye in like taking those heads off and those pluggers things sprouting out there and just watching oh, those yeah, fresh yeah. with blood after you've got like two good crits on them like there's there's very few things that are better than that but would have just preferred it to be there sort of day in date or shortly afterwards and a few more changes to the sort of the core gameplay because as fun as the, the the grappling hook and the melee sort of closing the gap is, it's you know it's not that big a, a game changer yeah. that gives you major sort of things to be getting on with. So a nice bronze, and as I said, I always say the bronze is a, it's better than the yeah, bin. Yeah. You don't want to be no, in no, that bin. If you listen to your wording for it, it's a it's, it's a fine position to find yourself at, and you do keep saying throughout critically revered and i was thinking hang on a minute he's not saying it's just a claim, i must but... say also i must say this as well i think sometimes i don't know if you get this as well you you kind of see something that's got like high 80s and then when it's not feeling that you're like i'm almost like dogging on it more than i perhaps would yeah. just to oh, overcorrect. 100%. so there is it that definitely with, yeah. the expectations oh, were set very high and when they don't meet it yeah. I, know they're, I know they're artificial but that's just human nature my enjoyment for like films especially since i've just stopped following any hype i even try to avoid trailers for the most part if i know it's directed by somebody or has an actor and i like it i'll go and see it and yeah it's just going in with no expectations just makes the world a difference i think like with dead space we spoke about recently that massively i was expecting so much and yeah because it wasn't what I expected, which is ridiculous because, you know, my experience isn't going to be the same as anyone else's. I was then, yeah, like probably overly correcting the other way. And yeah, had, not a good way you, to go in. Why with films and not games does that happen? For like, I know some people do just completely unplug for games. They just stay out of it and just sort of watch it from afar. But I suppose that I fantasy like gaming games, league doesn't help because you're always seeing every score. Yeah, I think games one is probably it's a it's a higher cost. It's yeah. a higher time cost, especially you sure. know investing, you know what maximum Lord of the Rings fair three and a half hours versus potentially. Yeah, I've, I've just got through two of those in you know for for this DLC. Yeah, well we appear to have lost Adcock right at the death there, which is a a shame for him. But I'll close out the rest of the podcast separate ways. Resident Evil Four DLC. Some call it an expansion, some call it a mini-game. I don't know what to call it, but it earns itself a bronze and goes into the gaming gallery for me. Nothing more for us to say other than thanks for your time and ta-da.
This was a Dimp Digital production.